and welcome to the Stuck on Self-Love podcast. My name is Tazine Sheikh and I'm a writer, self-love and mental health advocate and Stack Designs blog manager. Along with five other young women from around the world, I run a successful nonprofit for girls and a clothing brand. At Stack Designs, we believe in self-love first because self-love is the dawn that marks the beginning of all the different kinds of loves and because it undoubtedly sustains success. This podcast shines light on strong and talented women who persevere and excel in life while bathing in abundant self-love. So if you're ready to keep it real, level up in all your inner work, creative business, and community impact, then you have come to the right place because we provide you with content that helps your soul glow, your mind grow, and keeps you lit. Thank you for pressing play. Let's dive in. Hey, beautiful people. We at Stuck Designs have begun our crowdfunding campaign with iPhone Women supported by Caress. We are raising money for expanding our programs, manufacturing art kits, setting up our studio that will be a space to empower women and girls through art and self-love and a lot of other work that we have planned. We would love your help in our mission to provide girls in underserved communities art education, and help them recognize and utilize the power of self-love. Visit our website, www.stuckdesigns.org for a link to our campaign. Can you please tell us about yourself? Um, I'm an actor. I go for auditions. I try my best to be active on social media. I don't read as much as I'd like to. I don't watch interesting things as much as I'd like to. I'm definitely not as cool or smart as my social media makes it out to be, but I am living my best life. <laughs> so Ritasha, your name's Ritasha, right? Pronouncing it right? Perfect. Amazing. Okay. So how and when did you decide to become an actor? Was it something you were always interested in? Um, yeah, so I think um, in school, I already found my calling or whatever. I started right. with school plays and I was like, this is great. I can do this. This is fun. And mm -hmm. in grade 11, I actually remember this moment very clearly. We were doing um, a version of Romeo and Juliet. I was playing mm -hmm. the nurse and um, it was like curtain call. And our curtain call song was uh, Bittersweet Symphony. So it starts and I'm running down for my to take a bow. And in that moment, I'm like, this is what I want to do always. I always want to be doing this. That was the moment actually. Right. In the middle of all of this happening. And then I'm, I must have been what, 16 at the time. So yeah, it's been a good 10 years since I made the decision and then went for right. it. Yeah. So the lights just lit up and you just knew. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty much like that. <laughs> so um, what has your journey been like so far in this industry? Because it can be very challenging. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's a loaded question. So I can't mm -hmm. complain. My journey has been reasonably right. good um, because now the industry is pretty much based in Mumbai city. Right. where I luckily live. My parents live here. So I mm -hmm. have that, that amount of privilege and access, having gone to a good school, having worked with a few theater companies. Mm -hmm. um, I can't say that my journey was very difficult or I had to mm -hmm. work five jobs to make this happen. No, I had mm -hmm. the luxury and the privilege to focus wholeheartedly on being, a, being this artistic, creative person. Um, 
but that that aside the struggles or the challenges include like again it's not really a struggle but the way i look it's mm-hmm. not your typical like they will not call me for every role to audition right. for every part i will be called when the character is a little mm-hmm. larger than average right, size right. so um that kind of stereotyping it annoys mm-hmm. me but i've always kind of tried to not pay heed to that mm-hmm. and otherwise i mean i think it's a struggle for everyone uh it's just so uncertain because you could be doing really well for 6 8 months then again you'll have a lull for another 2 3 months maybe 4 months 5 months and you're not doing anything then those lulls really can affect your mental health and you go into the spiral of oh i mean am i not good enough should i be doing this should i be doing that other people are doing xyz on social media or oh, branded deals why am i not getting any you know there's a lot right. of this kind of self uh, self imposed insecurity yeah right yeah but i mean so have you ever struggled with your mental health in the past or do you currently find yourself struggling because of all these highs and lows i'm always struggling right <laughs> it's a forever struggle mental health right. um yeah i started therapy a year ago and right. also because i was like not just in my professional life but even in my personal life i was mm-hmm. in a relationship which was taking a very big emotional toll on me so my mental health i can't blame it on one thing and be like oh it's down because of work in fact yeah my mental health gets a bit messed up when i'm not working mm-hmm. so now i've become aware of that so i'm like okay in the middle of this pandemic how does one work all the time we have to figure it out how exactly. are you going to stay sane being at home um so i think i've kind of got a grip on that now work i'm more okay with i'm very trusting in the universe in the larger plan and i'm like it's going to be great i full faith in myself but therapy helps i i i haven't taken therapy for the last 3 months because um of the pandemic and finances and whatever and i was like forget it i don't want to um but now i'm like today is going to be actually after we finish this it's my first resuming of therapy session oh that's great that's great. Uh so you are a firm advocate for body positivity and that is absolutely amazing. First of all, we need more people like you in this industry. But are there any challenges that come along with um breaking barriers that have obstructed the growth of our society for so long? Um while you and i are open minded and there is a section of the audience which is open minded does mean there are so many people a majority of this country and the audience consuming content in this country is not mm-hmm. that evolved yet so absolutely that is a challenge because in reality so like i did this television show uh, called bado bahu about uh, yeah a big a big girl who doesn't get married I mean she can't get married because nobody wants to marry a fat girl. Right. Um right. and when I read that originally when before we started filming and all I was like what is this shit no it doesn't work that way that's bullshit. Cut to the show release and so many girls have reached out to me being like this is a real thing. Girls are like going crazy dieting and trying to lose weight when they come of marriageable age. So we are so messed up as a society. I don't really I even now um 
in the most progressive of scripts and in the most progressive of uh, production houses mm-hmm. we haven't reached a point where we're still like actively normalizing women of various shapes and sizes as protagonists yeah um, absolutely but that is maybe something i have to do now uh, uh sumukhi suresh did it for pushpavali um mm-hmm. loved that uh but like there's literally not another show where the female protagonist is not your typical beauty i mean unconventional right. i hate all right, these right, words right. but yeah but it's it, they're facts right yeah yeah i just guess more people like me have to actively make our own work right. or push it out there and i may not be there yet but i feel in the next couple of years i would like to create a show or some kind of piece of content which normalizes girls like me living our best lives um yeah going on dates right because right absolutely that's so important because even if we do like you said cast a bigger women the narrative is always around their weight everything about their life is around their weight you never show them just hanging out doing great at work or struggling at work or struggling with family it's mostly just around their weight and i think that really needs to change and i really hope that you can do that someday because you definitely have the potential for it yeah that's my hope also right um so let's talk about your health unfortunately you had contracted the coronavirus so can you I did <laughs> i had the coronavirus <laughs> <sighs> coronavirus oh, <laughs> um yeah what can i say kazin i was in goa so we mm-hmm. got tested before leaving and of right. course we were negative so between right. the flight and going out for dinner a couple of times over there in goa i don't know where we contracted it and i was staying with four friends so we were not really maintaining distance from each other at home we'd all been tested so we were like yeah we can be yeah, like free absolutely. at home Right. So we were and then I guess one person contracted it and then next thing you know all four of us oh had my. it. But it was good in the sense that it was a mild case we are all uh-huh. young and healthy touch wood. Um, Absolutely. And right. There's a doctor in everyone's family almost. My dad's a doctor, my aunt's a doctor, my best friend who was stuck with us, her cousins a doctor. So everybody was in touch with doctors at all point. Um But yeah, COVID isn't fun. It's not a fun disease. Uh I have to say it kind of it does like yeah, I I have never experienced body ache like I did um on the first two days of COVID. Right. It was horrible. Yeah. Couldn't sleep. Oh my god. <laughs> it must have been so hard. Are you okay now? Do you feel better? It's been 4 weeks. Um right. uh, I've got antibodies which is great now. I'm on team great. antibody. Great. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I'm good. I mean, of course we all still get a bit tired because this exhaustion right. thing is real. Um mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it's just me being lazy or if it's covid or whatever. I get to sleep more, I get to chill more, which is nice and I'm always like I've just recovered from covid. let me take it easy so i'm taking it easy of course i'm so glad you're doing okay um but you know there are still people out there who are not taking this pandemic seriously they're not wearing masks yeah. not socially distancing so is there something you'd like to tell them as a person who has contracted and suffered from it yourself yeah i don't think it's worth it nothing's really <laughs> worth getting this disease um 
we can look back with positivity and be like, yeah, okay, we got it in Goa, whatever. We were happy and right. all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think it was a unique COVID experience that I had. How many people are going to be locked down with their friends in a beautiful villa with COVID? It's not going to be an right. ideal situation for anyone, who, no. whoever contracts it. It's going to be right. you stuck in a small room or worse, in a, a healthcare facility, especially in India, in a country like ours where the healthcare is so poor already. And um, it's not worth it. I, I really like, yeah, I wish, I wish we hadn't got it, but it's just not worth it. You need to take right. all the precautions you can. Yeah. Right. Wear so a mask. Wear your masks, everyone. Just wear it yeah. and stay away and from each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so lastly, you're starring in a new Netflix show called Masaba Masaba. So can you talk to us about that? So it's not new anymore, I guess. It released like four weeks ago. Oh, five weeks ago. Five weeks. It released I think a month, right? Before. A month. Yeah, right. it's been a month. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, my first time on Netflix, which is great. I always wanted to be. Thank you. I always wanted to be on Netflix and I've achieved that. Um, great. It's a good show. It's um, what I love about it is that it's about women who are ambitious and uh, about female friendships and Mm -hmm. just celebrating this female energy. So I think everyone should watch that. And my character in that, I think, is towards the breaking of the stereotype of the fat girl best friend. So I've done my best and even my director, Sodom. I guess she wasn't really written as the fat best friend. She's just a very successful woman who happens to be a little overweight. Yeah. But she's still like hooking up with boys, running her business, living her best life. So I think I've already like kind of done that, made a character who is all sorts of awesome things without any focus on her size or shape. So that's a big win for me personally. That's great. Yeah. So everyone, audience, you guys have to watch it. It's Masaba Masaba. That's M-A-S-A-B-A twice. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. And uh, thank you so much for this wonderful work that you're doing. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this episode. Anchor is a platform where you can make your podcasts in the easiest way possible. What's even better is that it is completely free. The thing I love most about Anchor is that it has everything you need to make a podcast in one place. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is that simple. If you're looking for a platform to get started, look no further because Anchor has everything you need. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Um, so now, Radasha, let's move on to the IG Q&A section. Mm. So our topic is self-image and self-confidence. So are you ready? Yes, always. Right. Okay. First question is by Tiona. She asks, um, confidence can't come from outside influences or validation. So how do you stay confident and true to yourself? It's a tough one, but I think your confidence has to come from within um, and from a very supportive family friend support system. I'd say I would not rely on social media. Of course, you feel good. It's Mm -hmm. not that it's not fun. Oh, I put up something. I got lots of likes. I got lots of comments. Of course, I feel great, but it is in no way a real measure of how good I am or how bad I am or how whatever I am. Um, yeah, I would say it comes from within and uh, yeah, that's it. 
just friends and family and honest conversations and just getting constructive criticism and just constructive confidence, right, not overconfidence. There. Yeah. Right. The right level. Because, you know, you really got to believe in yourself, you know, having that understanding of what you can and cannot do. Truly knowing your capabilities and knowing yourself is is what's really going to help you build that confidence. So that's something you got to work on. Um, second is by Ashley. She asks, what does me, uh, what does being a boss mean to you? Oh, I guess this is a very simple live life on your own terms like right. that's it to be the boss of yourself to be a boss for oneself i am my boss right so that's all taking that's control it. of your own life getting the yeah. reins back navigating it on your terms that is exactly what it means to be a boss i hope all women can be bosses because now more than ever we need that yes so. girl <laughs> <laughs> right so okay next question is by tyler she asks how do you stop comparing yourself to other women on social media and in real life? It's a tough Don't we all struggle with that? Every day? I do it all the time. Yeah. Right. Um, I've found now that the way I stop is just by reminding myself constantly that everybody, I am on my own journey. This is my life. This is my journey. No two journeys are going to be the same. We're all unique. So I think it's constant work. Like every time you find yourself falling into one of those loops of um, talking somebody on right. Yeah. And then feeling, Oh, I'm not good enough. Or why does this person have this and that got to remind yourself uh, just, yeah, there's no other way. I think you have to actively right. think about it and re try to rework your brain to not think that way. And even if it does acknowledge it, stop it, come back and like rewire that thought pattern. I'm trying right, to do it absolutely. every day. Right. You got to really have that focus on yourself, on your journey and on your purpose, you know, staying true to that. Although comparisons are inevitable. So I think we just got to accept that, work on it, like you said, and move on. Um, so now next question is by Victoria. She asks, what are your words of wisdom for someone who is starting out in your field? Um, be okay with rejection. Right. Believe in yourself and learn how to act. Don't just show up <laughs> thinking you are hot and you can be a good actor. No. Right. And go be a model. Yeah. That's the so talent um, and working really hard. If you yeah. Succeed. Right. And I think you have to be thick skinned in this industry also. Right. You to be able to, to take all the criticism. Right. Absolutely. So how, so were there times when, you know, negative comments and, you know, criticism like really got to you? Like, have you ever been in that place? It wasn't even, I mean, yeah, last year in July, I got into an incident um, with animal activists because mm -hmm. a stray animal jumped into my auto rickshaw and then traveled with me to my destination. And mm -hmm. anyway, so I didn't realize that that, is called um it's like an illegal thing to do when you like move an animal like relocation of a stray is apparently oh, against right. the law i didn't right, know right. that and i didn't intentionally relocate the stray anyway so whatever this whole thing right, had happened right. and the kind of messages i've got on social media oh my god <laughs> horrible like people have said 
horrible things. I hope you have a child and your child is taken away and killed. Oh my God. I hope you die. All kinds of horrible things. Okay. And then that's when I deactivated Twitter fully. I went off Instagram for the first time in my life for a mm. month. Um, and I didn't deal very well with that. I was really upset. I got to a point where like my grandfather, I remember at the time he was really old and mm-hmm. I'd gone to visit him in those few days. And he was like, I'm tired of life. I was like, so am I. Let's both get out. And I was so tired and hurt and just like, oh my God, what a horrible place this internet has turned into with everyone just spewing so much negativity. I didn't deal very well. No, I didn't. Um, therapy helped in those days. Mm-hmm. Going off, taking time off helped. And again, friends and family helped. That's it. Talk to people. That's the only way. Right, or because just getting more. Right, right. Of course. Because getting in this field, I think you really have to accept the fact that forgiveness doesn't really come easy for people like you because any small thing that could be possibly this tiny can just be exaggerated to the size of an elephant and that just impacts your career, impacts your health. So I think, like you said, people have to be really thick-skinned getting into something like this. Yeah, and I wasn't, (laughs) but I'm learning along the way. Right. But I mean, that's okay because at the end of the day, you are human. And if you have a bunch of people yelling at you and cursing you, then I think the normal human response is to feel, you know, feel all of that and feel upset. Attacked, and yes. Right, of course, feel attacked, definitely. So I think you're, you're very brave for, you know, going through that and going through whatever you've done in your life. Um, so what are your plans for the future? We've already spoken about how you want the narrative to change. Is there anything else that you are expecting from your career that you want to work on? Um, I'd like to do lots of things. I'd like to work with a long list of people, some in this country, some where you are, you know, I just like to maybe uh, diversify and do more international work. That's something definitely that is on my agenda. And my dad's very keen. He's like, you're so talented. I see you in Hollywood. Just go. That's amazing. I hope that works out at some point. It will. It will. You're super talented and you're super sweet. I love the energy. I love, love, love talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Natasha. Thank you. Thank you, Tazin. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. You can visit our website, www.stackdesigns.org to shop our merch, make donations, join our blogging team, or be a part of our affiliate program. See you in our next episode. Love and light from us to you.